Hello everyone and welcome back to Cape Opinions. I'm Millie. And I'm Belle. And today we're talking about Monster X, Got the Beach, Tomorrow by Together, Yena, NCT127 and many more. Thanks for joining us and on to the episode now. How did you enjoy the music releases of January? Honestly, better than usual. Because usually January is kind of a... It's not the best month for me in music or in K-pop. And this this time it was pretty alright, honestly. I was pretty pretty satisfied uh, overall. Mm. What about you? I, I don't I, think it's the same, right? I, I, got, <laughs> I actually did a complete 180. Because oh. I know for the most part of January, I was complaining to you how much I hate everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but now I think it was a great month. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I was just grumpy at the beginning of the month. <laughs> just See? one of those. Yeah, one of those times when you just don't like anything that you listen to. Um, yeah, exactly. I guess towards the end of the month, my mood changed mm. and everything I listened to, I was like, oh, actually, this is great. <laughs> Also, though, like, so much drama happened in the K-pop community in January that it felt like a whole year already. (laughs) I know, it's crazy. I know. Apart from all, like, the controversies. Did you hear about Xeed? No. Because we just talked about them, right, in our... Yeah. What was it, December or November? Uh, I I don't remember. Yeah. We talked about how great it is that they debuted members that are all over the mm-hmm. age of 25 and one of the members left already oh yeah i thought that was why i don't know i don't uh-huh. i don't think they said why mm. um but yeah and they were already only a four member group to begin with so now there's three members so that's yeah. disappointing <laughs> yeah. yeah i also well. think it's weird i mean <clears throat> if it's If it was, it's if something happened, then I guess it makes sense. But I think mm. it's weird when people leave so early after debut. Like, I know is this not what you wanted? <laughs> like, did you yeah, really exactly. not know and what it was going to be like? Uh, yeah, um, and I feel like it happens. Maybe not a lot, uh, but yeah, but more if, than you would expect yeah, for <laughs> something that people <laughs> sign into. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like even before debut, just the training is already so much that you probably have a kind of a good idea of how yeah, intense it's going to be. So, so I always find it weird. I mean, it's better that you can realize it now and leave and be happier doing something else if that's what you want. So I'm not going to be <laughs> criticizing anyone for choosing <laughs> choosing a different path in life. But it always seems weird when it's really early on. Like, yeah. what happened? <laughs> Who knows? I guess the Luna Blackberry creative debacle. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> at this point, um, Blackberry creative have basically just fucked their own image because yeah. apparently, like four members have officially left the group. They want their injection and they're gone. But now they're trying to. I mean, Blackberry creative is trying to ruin their image and. You know, just it seems so petty. They're trying to pull an SM with JYJ. Yeah. The reason why SM could do it is because they were SM. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> don't don't try to do that when you're a really kind of a small company that's been in debt for years at this point, <laughs> and every everyone knows that. And also, don't do this when you have one of the most popular girl groups with <laughs> one of the most popular idols in it. That's yeah. I I honestly I truly do not understand what they're trying to do. It feels like they should have known that this would never work. So yeah. they're just digging their own grave at this point. So I just <laughs> hope the rest of the members can leave and they can all be free of them because what a nightmare. <laughs> Lucas? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it looks like one of my wishes might already come true. Yeah. It looks like Lucas is going to come back. Because yeah. the CEO of SM posted a picture with Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um and also Lucas posted a dance practice video on his Instagram. And I think it's funny, during January, people on TikTok were getting so bold with their Lucas hate. I know. They pulled out every video ever where he did one wrong dance step and they were like, oh, he's always been the worst. And which already is funny because while he was in their good books he they never complained about his dancing right yeah and suddenly everything he ever did was wrong Mm. and it's so funny if he actually comes back (laughs) Uh uh-huh i can't wait to see people's faces yeah i mean i've seen people being upset that he's back but i don't get it i mean to be completely honest i'm always kind of scared of being on the wrong side of history i guess and being like because i'm really excited for him to be back he is one of my favorites in nct and has been like cleared of everything so yeah as far as i'm concerned with more like without any more information i'm just really happy but i'm so scared if I'm honest, that at some point is going to come out that actually he did all of, all of those things and worse. And I was just supporting him the whole time. Like, obviously, I you, you can never know. So I'm always like, oh, but hope it's, that's not the case. But I, I mean, think SM wasn't communicating very well. Yeah. Because they never really, really made a statement saying none of it was true. But also, they never said it is true. And obviously, if it comes back, then it's not true, I guess. But they should have communicated it much better and clearer. So these people don't have so much ground to... That's true. Yeah. But I have to say, um, him coming back made me realize that SM is really good with handling scandals in a way that... I mean, I, I have hated SM for a long time as a as a JYJ fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, if you're an idol under SM and you have a scandal, you're in good hands. Because yeah. so many other companies throw you out nonetheless, even if it's not true. Like Raven from One Us, he's been cleared now, but he's already been kicked mm-hmm. out. One Hole from Monster X, he was cleared, but was already kicked out. And know, if yeah. you think about like Irene from Red Velvet... Or, I know, right? Or even like you know, from TVXQ, he had this um, during COVID quarantine. He had a scandal, oh, and now Lucas, they never, they don't let you down. They stand behind their idols, and if it's not true, they just let you go on hiatus and come back. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, Irene's apparently was 
true like yes, she actually true. did that but then she said that she just snapped and she apologized and she did yeah which is she even better i think that even if it's a minor scandal you could say that it was true they still stand behind you right they believe in you as a human too yeah exactly i i'm extremely um <laughs> like careful <laughs> about any k-pop company but i i guess the best way to take this is what you said that SM actually cares about their artists as people who make mistakes yeah. and can come back from them rather than just things that it, they can use and then when they do something wrong they're just gone exactly so, yeah yeah i've i've never really thought about it before right. but i that yeah yeah cool <laughs> good Introduction for mark <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and and then the whole Jackson thing. Oh, oh my God. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think it's so dangerous when people take an interpretation and use it as fact. E- yes. And that happens all the time. Yeah. Because was his speech slightly unhinged and weird? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, But, ju- independently of what he said yeah i was just like "Ooh, i i probably wouldn't do that if i was him but he never actually said anything about the uyghurs is that how you say it <laughs> like he never actually explicitly said oh no that is um not true it's just propaganda yeah, yeah. he was just talking like generally about there's a lot of propaganda and you can't deny that that is true right i mean yeah, yeah it's exactly. obviously the west has a big bias against China. Um, mm-hmm. So I just found it weird that now everyone was like, oh, he denied a genocide. Like, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it's obviously it's possible that's what he meant. Yeah, but it's, but it's, it's just It's not even the most likely uh, interpretation. It's just one interpretation. And, I mean, we've seen that so many times in K-pop, but also with any celebrities that people will just basically say anything to get them hate so yeah i it's kind of frustrating that people are not really learning and keep falling for these all the time i mean obviously if you already hate someone or you're upset that they're so famous then you see an easy way to have them basically get canceled then you're gonna jump (laughs) on that opportunity but it's so frustrating so it's it's just really not the most likely thing that he meant at all and he was not wrong yeah i mean and the sad thing is he can't even now come online and say that's not what i meant because then he'd actually have to take position and that could be dangerous yeah yeah exactly exactly and i mean it's so once again so presumptuous for people especially for white people or non-Chinese people Mm. to assume that's what he meant because he's obviously a a better person to talk about this issue of the like Western culture having biases towards China. He's he's (laughs) a a good person to talk about that as a Chinese person. So especially for white fans to be like, oh my God, like he meant this, he meant that, he, that's not okay. Like, no, who are you to judge what he's saying about his own country? Weird situation, weird month, good music and weird drama. Yeah.
The first song we'll talk about is I Doesn't Equal Doll by Ho Yunjin. She did say when she, I think when she debuted with the Seraphim, maybe before, that she was going to change the industry. And she's definitely sticking to her word. I mean, I, I'm not saying that she just now changed the industry fundamentally, but she's definitely doing her part. So it's nice to see that. Maybe we should give context for yes. people who don't know the song. So, um, I Does Not Equal Doll is a song that she wrote, composed, and produced, I believe, um, where she talks about how fans basically um, talk about idols. Well, she's she's talking about how difficult it is to be an idol and that yeah. idols are criticized and scrutinized for everything they do. Yeah, and that she's not a doll. Yes. Um Well, first of all, musically, um, while this is nice, especially for someone who's maybe not just starting composing, I think she's been composing for a while, but I mean, she's not an established composer or Mm. anything. This is pretty nice. I I don't think it's going to be my song of the year. No. (laughs) Um, But there are nice sounds and textures. And and also her vocals are really good. Yeah, I mean, but we knew that. I didn't. That's not a surprise. I'm not. Very, oh, well. I'm not very into La Seraphim, so I don't really, I haven't That's really cared true. about finding out choose which vocal and stuff like that. I just listen mm. to the song and I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, she's the opera singer. Mm. Oh, That's it's cool. her. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew there's an opera singer. I just didn't know who yeah, that is. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> I know there's an opera um, singer and a ballerina. See, that's about all yeah. I know about La Seraphim. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, but yeah, like the, the lyrics, I think it's really nice to see this. It's really nice to see an idol actually talking about, like pretty much talking directly to the fans and especially the crazy fans. I'm glad that she did this and I'm really glad that the company let her release that too. But at the same time, I'm like, would they allow her to release a song about how companies treat their idols. <laughs> Probably you know, not. <laughs> like, obviously, they have something... They can choose what she can release. She's not entirely free. But still, it's definitely better than nothing. Yeah, and I think that the lyrics are really clever. I mean, obviously, mm. the title already with idol and doll. And mm. um, there's a lot of clever parts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like my favorite line is, go idolize your idol life, then criticize me. It's so cool. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, good for her. I hope she keeps uh, trying to change the industry. I, I think it's it's a good thing. It's a very, actually a very good thing that she was able to release that, that she did it, that she has the nerve, I guess, to speak her mind and to, to call them out. Mm. Is this going to change the industry in one go, like just one song? Obviously not, but that's opening a door. So next song is gonna be alright by Vix. And my god, do I hope they're gonna be alright. <laughs> um so for me, something kind of weird happened with this song, because I checked it out uh and I was really excited for more Vix content. Um and then I was like, well, it's nice. I really like it, it's really nice, but I'm sure I'm just biased because it's not the most exciting song. So you know, I'm just biased, mm. it's fine. And then I played something else, went on with my life, and I just, I was listening to the playlist on Shuffle, mm. 
and this came on and I, I only had heard it once so I didn't really remember it and I was like oh my god what is this this is so good I wonder who who this is and I took it out and it was Vix so I guess I'm like <laughs> the opposite of biased yeah it is a really good song um I yeah. as you know I was a very casual listener of Vix um ever since debut but just very casual um and then because of you i got more into them <laughs> last year and have basically mm. fallen deeply for leo and then ravi um <laughs> so this was my first comeback if you can call it that um mm. since then which was very exciting and yeah mm -hmm. i love the song it's very calming and chill it really portrays <clears throat> the emotion of the title it's It's like, yeah, yeah I exactly. will be all right. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly, it's it, it just came out at exactly the right yeah. time. Because the future of Vix was already uncertain before the Ravi thing. Just, I mean, th three members have left the company. Wait, four <laughs> members have left the company now. Um, and they haven't had a, an actual comeback with everyone. Well... Hongbin is gone, so, you know. Um, but with the five members left, they haven't had a comeback altogether in so long. There's very, very little VIX going on. So I I can't say that I'm very hopeful. And then the Ravi thing happened, and having this song is like, <sighs> okay, it's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine in the sense that they're probably never going to be together again for real. But it, it, it's fine. Like, Vix is still going on in a bit of a different mm. way, I suppose. And they still seem really to actually be yeah. close and be, like, see each other and do things together. So that's nice, you know. We haven't m mentioned that, just to clarify, only three members are in this comeback. Mm -hmm. um, and they did do a special stage on M Countdown, right? With some of their old songs. Yes. Oh, it was so good. So it's it's really nice to see them active, even if it's only half <laughs> of the group. It's still... I mean, that's also what happens with older groups anyway. Yeah. Like, they kind of break apart and some members stay around. Yeah, or, or some just and... aren't active at the moment, but will come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's definitely not out of the question that N will be back for a song at some point down the line. Mm. So you never know. But yeah, it's just this song is absolutely perfect for this time and very comforting. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I love it. Same. I really love it. Okay, let's talk about Stamp on it by Got the Beat. For the more casual listeners or those who are not that deep into K-pop, we should explain who Got The Beat are. So they're basically like the female version of Super M. So a group made up of pretty much the most popular slash in some ways most talented members of SM girl groups. Mm. So the members are Boa, um, Girls' Generations, Taeyeon and Hyoyeon, Red Velvet, Silgi and Wendy, and Espas, Karina and Winter. Yeah, I mean, in theory, this is amazing. 
Honestly, when they announced that they were gonna do Super M, the girl version, last year, I was ecstatic. <laughs> I was so excited because I love Super M. I'm really, really happy with this whole yeah, project, same. I guess. And I'm a girl group stan. So obviously this was, <laughs> I mean, I'm a girl group stan and I'm, and I'm an SM stan. So yes, same. <laughs> it was like literally ideal. And then honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm fuming. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I, it's not even just like, oh, I'm not a huge fan of Stamp on It, the song. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of Stamp on It, the song. <laughs> Truth be told. It's a very, very SM-like song, but it's like exactly. the worst yes. kind of SM song. Exactly. <laughs> it's SM done wrong. Yeah. Like the whole thing is just... I just do not like it at all. But most importantly, I am so angry... I mean, how can they do Super M, basically? Like, how can they make Super M and have so much, clearly so much time and care and efforts being put into yeah. that group and their songs and, and their the promotion and yeah. their promotions? And then they do the girl version. It's And it's, it's at best an afterthought. I know. it's It already starts with song choices. These are like the, their most popular girls, right? They should give their best songs to them. <laughs> and then yeah. promotion-wise, there was barely anything. I mean, with yeah. Super M, they went to like the US and tried to make them big. Ellen! Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I'm, yeah, it's real. I mean, it's misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm just so tired of this already and it's their first comeback so and also i don't understand what they why they have to go for that weird flimsy badass girl thing that's so it's such a facade and especially when you look at the lyrics from that first song that was so like yeah. pick me and i'm not like other girls and like putting down other women like don't don't have a, a girl empowerment song that's literally <laughs> like hating on girls <sighs> it, nothing at all makes sense about this whole group i'm especially, so disappointed especially since it's girls from different groups coming together it should be even more about like we all stand together and stuff like that yes, exactly. like it should be the opposite um <laughs> yeah so stamp on it no like just boring and then i actually i am very angry about that but i actually really like alter ego um for some reason is it the again is it song of the year no but I really like it. The chorus is really, really nice. And sadly for me, I'm really into it. I'm very angry that I'm into it. <laughs> I do agree that it's better than Stamp on It, mm. but I also would not ever listen to it. So Yeah, I, I hope it goes away <laughs> for me. I don't think my next statement is going to work for you, but at least for half of us. Um, let's move on to better things with SF9's puzzle. Why should it not work for me? How could it be worse than Stamp on It? <laughs> no, I know, but I, I I, I have a feeling you're not really into this song, so... I am into it. Are you? Yeah. Okay, oh! oh, this is a really good <laughs> Um, Interestingly, the beginning, like the first few seconds, 
sound like a second gen song. Like it sounds like Beast or M Black are about to pop up. <laughs> mm, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the song itself is so cool. It's very yeah. core SF9. Like it's that style yeah. that, that they have found in recent years that is very like mm-hmm. sexy, sleek fashion music <laughs> yes yeah and, and therefore it's very in tune with their last few releases um mm. and it also this might be controversial but it gives me um like a more stripped down less dramatic cousin of cyberpunk by 80s oh you know what i i see what you mean <laughs> like that very synth heavy yeah um yeah, yeah, and I I see what you mean. I don't think I would have thought that by myself, but I see because <laughs> it, it's also kind of uh, like the synth uh, is kind of pulsating in the background. Or something. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's a style I love. I have a playlist for songs like this, and <laughs> you're right. I will add this one. Um, I but I thought that you didn't like that fashion vibe that they had i do when it's done well i i don't mm. like teardrop by them <gasps> called, right? oh my god it's my favorite song by them i it's know so good i think that I, one I, is I, a bit too much um too much it's never for enough. me <laughs> it's literally never enough i it's my favorite by far but this is such a vibe i absolutely love it too it's one of the two songs that made it well that's maybe a spoiler for it but that's that's on my favorites playlist uh, mm. currently so well because th- this is my favorite genre of sf9 songs and mm. they can probably do no wrong as long as they stay <laughs> stay in that style i absolutely love it also, it does make sense that they make fashion music because they do all look like models. <laughs> True. It is a very good-looking group of men. And very tall. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They embody the fashion vibe. <laughs> Let's move on to, for me, even better things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is Monster X's mini-album Reason. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, um, so the uh, the title song, Beautiful Liar, is also oh, on my favorite playlist for the Mine year. too. Yeah. It is fantastic. Also kind of goes in the same direction. Like, I think you could also put it on a playlist with Cyberpunk and Puzzle. Oh. If that is the trend we're going for this year, I am here for it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in general, if these are the songs that are like announcing like the January songs are announcing the general direction for music in K-pop for the year then I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. It um it also reminds me of Muse. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, it sounds like a a, a one particular song. Yes. But I can't tell <laughs> I can't tell yeah. you which one, but <laughs> yes. No, yeah, I see what you mean. But I mean overall the song I definitely never thought about Muse while listening, but Really? Yes. It was my first thought. Mm, sometimes that happens. <laughs> and then I, I played it to my sister and she was like, Oh yeah, Muse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean when you pointed out, I'm like, Oh yeah. This might be my favorite Korean track of Monster X ever. Yeah, me too. I think I've said it before that I absolutely love their English tracks. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes their Korean ones aren't really my thing, but this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm overdue for a an exploration of their whole um, <laughs> discography. I mean, I know I know most of their title songs for sure, but I I don't think I've listened to everything. But still, even without actually checking, I would also say that that's probably one of definitely one of my favorite songs by them. Mm. Um, I, I think at, at this point for me, I can just say that Monster X just don't really miss <laughs> or not often. They have an outstandingly good, um, discography. Just, uh, they have really good music. And they're also like, I think it's always a, a combination. I mean, this is not a hot take. It's obvious, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's always a combination of having a good discography and also, being unique and like mm. having a unique and interesting dynamic between members mm -hmm. yeah like if you look at any popular k-pop group you can see that both of it has to be there yeah and they also fit both of these so yeah definitely because there's a lot of like groups that are nugu um is because even if they have good songs it's usually because as a group they're not that interesting yeah i mean that's i i guess that's what i mean when i say the there there are all of these boy groups there are a lot that i know by name but i couldn't yeah. tell you who they actually are what songs yes. they release because they're they're just oh yeah i think they have good songs but i can't really tell them apart uh there's nothing yes. that's drawing me to them in particular basically yes But wait, so more about the actual songs. We didn't really say anything. Yeah. Um, for me, this is exactly the kind of things that I really like. This is really cool and fashion, as you said, but also really high energy and really snappy. The beat yeah. is so good and it makes the whole song feel really syncopated in such a cool way. And the raps are insanely good. I was going to say the raps are amazing. Yeah. But I mean, that's not surprising. No. Monster X have like one of the best, if not the best rap lines yeah. in the industry. So yeah. yeah. I mean, especially Juhani's rap in this. Yeah. Oh my God. It's to die for everything. It's just a 10 out of 10. Yeah. 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 I did also add Daydream from the mini album because I really like how the song really transports the feeling of a daydream. So I think that mm. was done really well. Mm. Like if someone told me to set a daydream to music, it would probably sound like this. Mm. <laughs> um, it starts very light and airy, but then there's also like slightly sexy and dangerous undertones. Mm -hmm. So I think for that reason, it's a really cool song because it really is, even if you don't understand or look up the lyrics, it... You can feel that it's about a daydream. Yeah, I mean, although a daydream could be nice and cute and lovely, and this this is yeah, kind but of that's, a that's day why nightmare. I think not really. I think that's why it's cool because it kind of has both aspects. It has like light parts, but then also like more dark parts. Well, yeah, I mean, it's light for sure, but it's kind of eerie and creepy the whole way. Through. Not really. Well, I think it's not the whole eerie way and creepy. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I mean, I absolutely love this general style of really to be <laughs> eerie and creepy songs, especially yeah. with the like creepy music box. Um, yeah, I was going to say that it sounds like a music box, but that yeah. to me is not necessarily creepy, right? Because music boxes also have that dreamy. Yeah, but here, to, to yeah. I really hear 
uh, that creepy vibe the whole way through okay. the song. So for me, it's more of a day nightmare, but I don't mind. It's really, it's, yeah, also really, really, really good. Really nice to hear this. So next on, let's move on to Twinkle Twinkle by Eileen Wan. Um, <laughs> this is instant love for me. I am I know. <laughs> so in love with the song. And it, once again, if this is the direction that girl, like cute girl group music is going this year, I am very excited because this is exactly... There wasn't a lot of cute girl group music for a while. Um, mm-hmm. we, we talked about that and now it's slowly yeah. coming back and this is one more comeback like this and I'm thrilled. I absolutely love this really anthemic, intense, but still really cute and sweet uh, kind of song. So I'm over the moon with it. Mm. I I really like it too. I know mm. I said in an episode last year that I don't really like the typical old school girl group style for the most part, because most of those songs are boring to me. Mm. But this is an example of how it works, because mm-hmm. <laughs> most of those songs to me don't have a memorable melody, but this one does it's amazing it's what i mean these yeah i mean i this is bonkers to me because that's one of the <laughs> one one of the hallmarks of these really great classic girl group songs is that they are all about the melody and they have amazing melodies so if it's like you say a great classic then yeah there are some of them out there obviously but a lot of them to me just all sound the same like <gasps> I could not tell them apart. <laughs> but this one doesn't. It mm-hmm. um it sounds like it could be from an old drama. It has a really catchy melody, a good beat that isn't overpowering though, so it's mm-hmm. still like the cute mm-hmm. the cute light style. And I like that. Yeah. This is a kind of old school girl group music I like. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you like it. Um and I I stand by what I said with Pop Pop from CSR last year. And this is the same here that they are really managing to keep that classic vibe that I personally love, but also um, making it more modern and up-to-date, especially Mm. here with that really low distorted synth in the background in the verse. That's It it feels like it shouldn't be there, but it works Mm. really well and it adds that kind of new, more modern touch that I think really keeps it fresh. And so I'm even more hopeful for this kind of music in 2023 because not only are they going back to this style they're also updating it um Mm. more and more as we go so yeah this is perfect next we have vibe by taehyung featuring chimin of bts Mm. um to be honest, I was very disappointed by this song. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's my fault for even having expectations. <laughs> but just the thought of these two big names releasing a song together, I expected a banger. Kinda. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and it's... I'm also not the biggest fan of Jimin's voice. Me neither. Um, <laughs> it, it works in some songs for me, but not in all. Um, so, yeah. And <laughs> Are you maybe... Also referring to the fact that he's um, singing in cursive at 2.15. Because <laughs> yeah, my question is, why? But I, th- I, fe- I, I think he's kind of pushing more in that direction in general. And I yeah. don't like that. 
Insane. But I know a, a lot of people really enjoy it, so good for them. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that they collaborated, especially mm. since Jimin has been a big fan of Taeyang for a long mm. time. Um, and I loved seeing Taeyang in action again. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I love his voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the song is... <laughs> but it gets stuck in your head so bad. Not really for me. Oh my god, it's always stuck. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had that problem. I guess what you could say here again is that the song kind of matches the title, <laughs> but that's about it. Like, it's a vibe, but it's not a banger. Next we have Sugar Rush Ride by Tomorrow by Together. Yeah. Tomorrow by Together, I love them, mm. but this was the disappointment of the month for me. Yeah. Um, I have gotten a bit more friendly with the title song by now Mm. but which we'll talk about in a moment but i usually like almost every single b-side of theirs um because their discography is amazing on this mini album i hate every Mm. (laughs) b-side and it just seems like such a big change of style which is okay i mean i know k-pop is known for like changing concepts drastically for a new comeback but It's just the worst they've done so far, in my opinion. I love their bright early day songs. I love their darker rock-inspired era that they had for the last two years. Mm. But I'm not here for this Elevator music album. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a little more um, friendly towards the album, but not in a way that I was blown away. I, I, I didn't hate it, but I also can't really tell you anything about any other of the songs um but for sugar rush ride the thing is i was kind of late in checking it out so i heard the chorus on tiktok and so i was like okay kind of sexy sultry vibe okay and then when i checked out the actual song i saw i it was actually a b-side and i was mistaken it wasn't the right (laughs) song because it's so different the the verses are so fun and poppy and then the chorus is really different the pre-chorus sounds exactly and i mean exactly Ah. like in hype and strong days yes that's annoying why would you do that i know it's the (laughs) same company don't do that and also i mean since we're already talking about it it is the most hype song i've ever heard oh yeah that's true it's very high yeah not necessarily in a positive way I, I, no exactly because i i think it's even worse that it's literally literally copying um drunk dazed because yeah. drunk dazed is one of the best songs that hype has ever released <laughs> yeah. and this is so mediocre that why would you invite that comparison when it's so bad for this song do, do you know what yes. i mean yeah Mm. and it's a weird the song is a weird combination of like parts that could be great Mm -hmm. but like together they just don't work yeah because at first there's that enhypen part and then after that you get this like very hype style Mm. falsetto part and then we get to the anti-drop in the chorus which (laughs) it's not my thing but i i get what they're trying to do it's like sexy right a lot of breezing and stuff but then after that Sugar rush, rush. sugar rush rush sugar rush like what i know i hate <laughs> what that. is that i hate that part so much and it especially in this song because 
I just don't like it in itself, but also <laughs> it just completely ruins the mood. I wrote down exactly that. I wrote down it ruins the mood. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, why would it, you? First of all, why would you throw that? sexy sultry part in the middle of a song that up to that point was just really nice and fresh and cute not the best but i mean i like the pre-chorus it's really nice so you're because in, it sounds like in hyping yeah but then you you change the mood once to go to that sultry yeah. thing that to me doesn't quite work but in theory not bad and then you ruin that mood with the sugar yes. rush rush like <laughs> and it sounds not great and kind of no dumb. I yeah. Yes. I don't really understand. And I feel like it's it's one of those songs where you can you can tell that it was made for the TikTok era. Yeah. Because it's very obvious that the chorus, the sexy anti-drop is just like made for reels and TikToks. Yeah, cuz it's dance, all over. Dance challenges, mm -hmm. yeah. Which is also probably why it doesn't fit the rest of the song, because they were like, mm -hmm. oh, we need a cool part for yeah. a TikTok challenge, and then, oh, let's just throw in some other parts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, because most people I see online hated Good Boy Gone Bad and love this, and for me it's the exact opposite. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Good Boy Gone Bad, but... Yeah, but it was mainly due to the concept and the lyrics, but the actual music I really liked. Because it was still in that in that rock-ish yeah, concept of that they had going on. Yeah. yeah, and that fit them so well. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they had to ruin that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely a shame. But I mean, since they were at the forefront of that kind of pop rock, pop punk uh, wave, I guess it makes sense for them to move on from it earlier so they can be at yeah. the forefront of the next wave. But it's still a shame because they really did it really well. And so it's sad to see them move on to something else that's definitely not as good in comparison. Yes. <laughs> Visually, though, really nice. Yes. It looks yes. amazing, but it's beautiful. Really next, we have um, the mini album Shelter of Dreams by Lee Seung Yoon. Mm. First of all, like this is just the both of these songs were on the pre-release single. Um and I love them, but the whole album is really nice too. I really recommend checking it out if you like rock and indie in Korean music. Uh and this is definitely in the running for my best album of the year so far. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, then I'm, you do not want to know what I wrote down. <laughs> no, I I know, I know. Uh I have a little bit of hope for pricey hangover that you might like better um but this, for me this is the perfect kind of rock song uh and it's really heavy too like the yeah. the guitars are not joking around and i always appreciate that <laughs> it's just really fun and exciting it goes hard this is perfect uh and it's kind of fun too it's not just like your serious dark rock song not that there's anything wrong with that but it's also fun and honestly the more i listen to it the more i'm into it mm. i like the beginning of the song mm. i i had hope when i started listening to it <laughs> but i i just find the chorus really annoying <gasps> So the second song, Wild Horse, uh, featuring Ilu of Chambinai, is... I don't think you will like it as much. Um, but it's really just a cool mix of kind of a more beautiful, serious 
uh, vibe in the verses and then a really intense fun rock chorus with kind of a more uh, orchestral vibe and more strings which is always cool it sounds a little it's not unheard of but it's a little more unique and I especially really really like the completely nuts ending <laughs> Uh, with, I think, more traditional instruments, too, mm. in the mix, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And it's just crazy intense, and I always like that. So I really enjoyed this song, and the yeah, the whole album was nice. I'm excited to hear more from him. Okay, I mean, good for you. I can, I can totally see how this is 100% your style. Um, and I mm. guess you can see how it's not mine at all. Um, so yeah, this yeah. Wild Horse is kind of a skip song for me. <laughs> oh, wait, just a second. I need to let my cat out. Currently, because you know how my, my bedroom door is glass? Mm -hmm. Currently, one is inside and one is on the outside and they're just staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, we have Yena's new album, Love War, and the title song, Love War, featuring Bio. At first, I was really disappointed, mm. um, because I have spoken extensively about how much I love Yena's style mm -hmm. that she had last year, and this is very different, yeah. obviously. And like I said before, that isn't even the worst part, because I no k-pop does a lot of like drastic concept mm. changes from time to time um and i understand that she wants to show off how versatile she is um but the title song love for is just so boring to me yeah it's right? it's kind like, of a I, nothing I, song yeah, it's like elevator music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me nothing, mm. yeah. I could almost accept this song as a B-side, but why as a title track? <laughs> At the beginning, I knew that you were disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's all right. It's not bad, but actually, pretty quickly, I just grew really bored of it. Right, yeah. It, yeah. But then I listened to the B-side, and... Wash Away, the B-side, is my absolute highlight of the month. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's surprising. It's so good. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, first of all, what am I going to say? It's a waltz. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was like, I, I got all... nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's already a plus in yeah. my book, and it's a mm. waltz. Um, it's so beautiful her voice is so beautiful the chorus is fantastic it even has a key change um in the end i am addicted to it basically she is a queen and i'd follow her into the death of mount doom <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it's a it's a beautiful song it's just it's just not really my style um it's just and i i again i i see that it's just a k-pop thing to change your concept and everything but in this case it's just disappointing because it was she yeah. had such a fun cool exciting concept and this is the opposite yeah. so it doesn't even it really was unique make sense. and this is yeah. generic okay um next up we have fireworks by amers yeah this is a really nice surprise yeah i'm really into this one 
Me too. They debuted last November, mm-hmm. but we did not even mention them because their debut was so underwhelming, boring. Yeah, it, we had nothing to say about. I it. I don't even re- remember. Same. I looked it up just before. It was called Nemo. Yeah, I don't even remember mm-hmm. what it. Yeah, but this is really nice. Yeah, this really came out of nowhere, and it's great. Yeah. It's not your typical like 2022 boy group noise music. No, it's kind of kind of 2010s electro inspired, but also like um I guess up to date like up- updated. Um yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel old. No, it exactly. Feels inspired yes. By, yeah, exactly. exactly, that's what I meant. Um, and it's got beautiful melodies in the chorus, and I really, really like how the tension builds throughout the first verse, and then when you get to the chorus, it's that huge, really, really satisfying release. Yeah, and also they do the thing that always makes it better, where they have, like, right before the last chorus, it, it's only a cappella before the beat drops mm, again. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's really, really surprising how good it is mm. coming from a group that first is pretty new, but also had a really unremarkable um, debut. debut. So, I mean, yeah, definitely a good for them, but really surprising. I really wasn't expecting yeah. that at all. Maybe things are looking up for playgroups. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, then we have The Beauty of Acceptance by Nell. Um, and I don't know about you, but I personally have a complicated relationship with Nell. <laughs> yeah, same. Because <laughs> I really want to like them. I think I first discovered them probably along with many people who were into K-pop uh, back then uh, in 2012 with The Day Before and that uh, music video that was so sad. I remember crying yeah. to it so many times. <laughs> and the song was beautiful. And they're a rock band, so I I was like, obviously I'm going to like them. But actually, I don't really like their whole discography. They have a couple songs I like, but that's pretty much it. Same. There's a bunch, maybe a bunch is even too much to say, a couple (laughs) that I like, but a lot of it isn't my thing. And sadly, this one also isn't. Oh, and for me, this one is really cool. <laughs> I really like it. I mean, I, I don't, I can't really say that I dislike it because it's not a bad song. Mm. I can say that objectively, but it's a little too boring for me. Mm. It's a bit too much of a background music yeah i i completely get that well at first i was gonna say the one flaw of the song is that it's the same the whole time it never changes it starts Mm. one way and it pretty much ends the same way there's even um at the end a part where it gets more intense but it's really not that much more intense it's it's not that big of a change and i wish it really had that huge super intense super hardcore ending that i think it kind of wants to do but it's just a little too not weak that's not the right word but it's it's not really going for it but actually i kind of like cuz it it feels really trippy um and mm almost hypnotizing it feels like almost music that yeah that you could just like completely let go to on the dance floor and 
and like yeah more of a more of a, a trip like or a haze or whatever you know mm, mm. and i really like okay. that it's very weird for them it's not really their their style yeah so yeah. that also came out of nowhere but i'm i'm glad i'm really happy with it um okay next we have mistake by ayu featuring luna yul I love this so much. Hmm. It's exactly my thing. <laughs> I literally have nothing to say. I it's just oh, really? meh. I don't like it. What? Yeah, okay. I'm just no. It's underwhelmed. It's genius. Mm. It starts out not slow, but like tame and calm. Um, but then that electronic melody like really quietly starts, and it keeps getting louder while the beat gets more and more intense, and while the song builds up. Until it comes together in this absolute club banger. <laughs> and I love that build-up so much. Um, it has, like, that that part where it turns into a banger. Kind of has, like, 90s disco vibes, mm. which I love. And it's just fantastic. I also think you could <laughs> probably do great interval training with this song. Oh! Because... <laughs> Right? It's calm again, and yeah. then the beat hits again. It would be great for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I kept listening to it on repeat for a whole day, so... Mm, I see. I see what you mean, I agree, and I usually like it. There's just something in the melody that doesn't really speak to me. Mm. That's just okay. it. Next up is GOT7's Jin Young's uh, first album, Chapter Zero With, uh, with the title song Cotton Candy, um, which is... Another really good surprise for me. I pretty much expected nothing from him because he's never had an album before and I don't really know him as an artist. But I was really pleasant, pleasantly surprised. It's not a huge banger or anything. It's really light and breezy with a bit of a funky vibe. And it's just <laughs> really pleasant and calming and really nice. Yeah, um, I wasn't exactly pleasantly surprised by the title song when I first listened to it. I was like, eh, it's it's nice, but kind of boring. But I really like the B-sides. Mm. Not just one, like, I like several of them, and one of them we'll talk about. But yeah, the, the title song, I see what you mean. Like, it has a nice vibe. Um, it's not bad, but it's a bit... Um, mid for me <laughs> yeah i mean like i said it's definitely not a banger but this is if i'm in a, in the mood for something a little more low-key and just something sweet and calm then i'll definitely go to this one because it's really nice mm. Uh, mm. i'm not a fan of the rest of the album i mm. think we can move on to sleep well um, okay. Which is the one that you added, so that so I yes. I know you like it, and to me, like again, I have <laughs> nothing to say. It's just a very accurate title because it puts me right to sleep, but not in a good way. <laughs> it's my favorite of the album, um, similar to Childhood Dreams by Chunsu. Sleep well recently healed me after work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because I am now thirty, but. Like, I tend to be more overwhelmed mm. and, like, have a sensory overload at the end of a workday. And the other day, again, I was so drained after work that I couldn't even, like, deal with watching TV or reading or listening to a podcast. I was just done. Mm. <laughs> so 
What I did was I did an extensive skincare routine while repeatedly listening to sleep well. And then afterwards I meditated and went to bed and it was the best. It has such a calming effect on me. It's so beautiful. And yes, it does put you to sleep in a way because again, a really fitting title. But to me, it's in a very positive way. I love the melody. It's so beautiful. And I know I say this a lot, <laughs> but once again, it's one of those songs that just um makes you feel like everything is okay mm. and yeah i think it's a perfect song <laughs> next up we have ao <laughs> <laughs> that sounds i dumb. think you you, okay. you need to channel your inner mark when you say yeah ayo <laughs> Next up, we have Ayo, <laughs> the repackaged album um, of NCT 127. Mm. And I have to say, I think one of my wishes for 2023 has already been fulfilled. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Because Ayo really is an NCT 127 mm. song that is not crazy experimental. Yeah but still sounds very core 127. Yeah, and still sounds different and a little, maybe not yeah. experimental, but it's kind of in that same vein, but also definitely more accessible than Sticker and Two Baddies. So yes, it's, it's exactly what we said in the episode. Yeah, yeah. it's experimental in a way and very their style, but not too charring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is what we wanted. Yeah, and also <laughs> so, um, extremely good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so happy Me with this. Too. It's it's kind of in the tradition of like Limitless and Favorite Vampire. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Very NCT, very sexy, groovy, uh, great raps, of course. Yeah. I mean, Mark, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I, I really like... Because it's, it's definitely an entity hip-hop inspired song. Like, you... Yes, absolutely. That's obvious. And it's really good at that. <laughs> but also, uh, first of all, the piano, it's barely there, but it's mm. so good. And it really reminds me of the piano part in Chinese Don't Call Me. And that's definitely oh. a good thing because that's, mm. I love this part in that song. And here, it's really just a sprinkle and it's absolutely perfect. It's exactly what the song needed there. Just something to spice things up a little. Um, And then the synth in the chorus, it's so good. Like when you're listening to the song pretty loud with headphones, it just, it feels like being showered with sounds and it's so good. Oh, it's amazing. I really, really love this song. I wasn't yeah. expecting to love it so much. I mean, I was hoping. Right. But like when I heard the title, Ayo, I was like, oh. Oh yeah. I was like, oh <laughs> I no. hope this is not another two baddies. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be stupid. But no, it's so good. And I, because I guess we'll move on to the B-sides, mm -hmm. I do like all three new songs on his repackaged album. Yeah, same. Honestly, <laughs> they, I mean, the, the album, well, Two Baddies is a little, I, I'm not the biggest fan, but I see the appeal. <laughs> but the rest of the album was amazing. It's probably yeah. my favorite uh, NCT 127 album. Mm. And the the everything that was added with the repackaged is solid too. So that's a really yeah. good album. Um, yeah, the first one is DJ. And it's really weird that I like it as much as I do because it's kind of <laughs> jazzy and I don't like I jazz. know, same. <laughs> I, 
that's what I wrote down too. But I mean, I really like DJ too. But if I had to rank the three new mm. songs, it would be on the bottom because the jazz piano is out there for me. Yeah, um, I'm not. <laughs> it's a bit of a minus point for me. Yeah, I don't know why it isn't for me, but yeah, I just really <laughs> like it. I'm very surprised again. Um, but I like how the song, because I mean, a, a kind of jazz song isn't always the most exciting, but I think it works for me because it keeps changing and doing something different and going in another direction when you're not necessarily expecting it. And that just keeps it mm. fresh and keeps it moving. And I I just really enjoy it. And it's really snappy and also really smooth and warm at the same time. I don't know. It's just a potpourri of a many, many different things that shouldn't work together, but it's really <laughs> nice. Uh, like the result, the result is really nice. So I'm happy yeah. with it. Skyscraper is so good. Mm -hmm. It already starts strong with a sick mark rap, mm. which is a perfect way to start a song, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much a rap line song, but then what I find interesting is the chorus is very similar to Two Baddies. It has that dissonant harmonizing thing. It, I think that's cool because it kind of rounds off the album as a cohesive work of mm. art. Um, even though I'm not the biggest fan of that sound, but it makes sense in the album. And I do like the rap parts, uh, the rap verses so much that I don't mind. Yeah, I I really don't mind that. I like the chanting and I I, th I think they do that quite often because it's not I like know, Two Baddies was the first one at all. No, no, no. But the, the dissonant chanting yeah. is... It's uh, what started in two baddies. Yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. been as dissonant before, and yeah. this one is also dissonant, so it makes sense. I mean, chanting has always been an NCT mm. thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess it makes sense because there's so many of mm. them, and if they want to do a chorus together, they kind of have to just chant. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like in this album, it's slightly different because it's more dissonant. We talked about um, the lack of good boy group debuts in our end of year episode. Mm. And interestingly, in January, we had two boy group debuts. Um, so we thought it would be interesting to look at them a little more closely and discuss whether these two groups have the ability to fill the void of good boy group rookies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the two groups that debuted are BXB and A-Turn. Yeah. And the answer to that question is halfway. <laughs> yeah, may maybe. So, BXB debuted with the song Fly Away. First of all, I just looked up before what BXB stands for. Oh, no. oh I'm scared. <laughs> it's really stupid. Of course it is. It always is. <laughs> it stands for Boy by Brush. Brush? <laughs> brush. Um, okay, follow-up question. Why? I also read that um, because they're like painting the picture of youth or something like that. Oh my god, it's worse. Okay, I, I think we can agree that this song is really good. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm amazed. Yeah, I was going to say outstandingly good, especially for a debut, but then I didn't dare. Yeah. But if you agree, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good. And it sounds so much like early third gen. 
Mm-hmm. In some parts, um, like, and also the way the song is structured, um, they have vocals that remind me of B.A.P., mm-hmm. like both the first rapper in the song and also the guy who sings the chorus, which then I realized makes sense because four out of the five members of BXB used to be in TRCNG, oh, the group we discovered in our Halloween yeah. episode, and they were from the same company as BAP, yeah. so probably same vocal coaches and everything. Yeah, and I mean, even the feel of the song, because I mean, it, yes, it, it, it's so epic, and it really yeah. reminds me of, um, oh crap, what, uh, the song where they were shooting each other, um, that was really, that <laughs> one was, shot. Yes, thank you. It, it's kind of it's kind of got that one shot vibe. Yes. Yeah. So good. Um. So that made me even more excited mm-hmm. when I realized that they are from TRCNG. Yeah. Um. One rap part. Um. Towards the end, also reminded me a bit of TOP's rap style. Ooh. Where is it? Yeah. Do you know? So. Wait. One forty three. Hmm. Kind of a deeper voice. Yeah. Yeah, and also, um, uh, what was the name of the BAP rapper with the deeper voice? Bang Young Guk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what the first rapper reminds me yeah, of. The first yeah, first in the definitely. song. Yeah, yeah. And also, there, um, you know that light little synth that really reminds me of the synth in the intro to Exos Eldorado. Mm. Okay. I first of all I love it but especially because it re- reminds me of that song which is amazing so it basically re- reminds us of a ton of great things yeah <laughs> it's like but not in a ooh, it's so derivative way it's not at all an no. issue but it, it feels like it's inspired by yeah third gen and I really appreciate that they are going that way instead of mm. beating the <laughs> dead horse of noise music <laughs> yes exactly like thank you thank you <laughs> so yeah i do have great hopes for them i hope yeah. this wasn't just a one um oh my god a one, one hit, hit wonder <laughs> yes <laughs> well are um, they even a hit i don't know but they're a hit with us yeah so Yes. <laughs> but now I guess what I said before, now it also comes down to will they be interesting as a group? I I sense a disappointment coming on as we move on to A Turn Rise by A Turn and the uh title song Tic Tac. Yeah. I mean, did you intend this to be a good example of a debut and then a bad example? Or do you actually like no, it? No. I... Neither. <laughs> okay. I I think it's not good and bad. I think it's good and... Meh. Mid. Yeah. I But I did change my mind a little bit. The first time I listened to... Um, Ra- Rice, is it called? No, Tic Tac, sorry. <laughs> the first time I listened to Tic Tac, the title song, I it was an immediate no. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I was I had to be honest with myself. Um, it sounds a lot like an NCT song, and if it came from NCT, I would eat it up. <laughs> no. um, yeah, it's very. It's not the typical, super typical noise song. It has a certain NCT bite, and even like that SM vocal bridge. It it could be an NCT reject. <laughs> reject. And yes. After I realized that I wasn't so harsh 
with it anymore. Um, but still, I mean, this is nothing that stands. I mean, entity already exists, so they need to do their own thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what the worst part is. Now that you've said that, I see it, like, or I hear right. it. But still, <laughs> I would insist on NCT reject because I don't like it. And also, with the with the we're missing good boy groups. Like we never actually meant that the ones that debuted are bad. No, right? But it's just they don't stand out and yeah, and can't really can't yeah. yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I added a second song of their album. Uh, heartache mm. because it shows their other side a little bit so we can look at all of their colors i guess mm. it's less hype and more a little bit more vocal um and it's also a decent song i yeah. quite like it but also not super unique but i did add this one to my playlist i like it but it i probably if we told you right now to sing it i couldn't sing it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> a yawn in the middle. <laughs> so, is there again? Is there hope for the boy group genre? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this. What this shows us is they sh just should do something a little different instead yeah. of just going for the same things over and over again. Yeah. Exactly. Shall we move on to the three-word section? Yes, let's go. Okay, so first up we have Moonlight Sunrise by Twice. I have a skip for me. And I have Disappoint. <laughs> then we have The Sound by Stray Kids. Um, I feel nothing. And I have classic Stray Kids. Mm. Then we have Alice in Wonderland by Blaster Jacks, Heartlights, and DJ Soda. Halloween disco banger. <laughs> Pure old school fun. That's it. Then we have Reason by Dreamcatcher. Um, and I have Pure Rock. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Not their best. Clumsy. Um, then we have Gravity by One Wee. I have Funky Bass. Still? <laughs> <laughs> and I have Disappointing, but alright. Next up we have The Last Stop of Our Pain by Han Roro. Um, I have A Warm Hug. <laughs> I have A Pain Indeed. And <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we have Pull Up by Vives. Play that saxophone. Why that saxophone? Play that saxophone. Oh! And I have, heh, why not? <laughs> then we have Break the Wall by Tiger Eats Toast. <laughs> yes, rock on! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I have Stick to Toast. <laughs> <laughs> Even just as a fan, I've been annihilated by that comment. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, that's harsh. Wow. And finally, we have Rose Blossom by Heike. Decent, rather forgettable. Mm, and I have I Am Asleep. 
Um, okay, so what are your five favorites from this month? My highlights are Beautiful Liar by Monster X, mm -hmm. Fly Away by BXB. Oh! Sleep Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleep Well by Jin Young. Wash Away by Yena. And Gonna Be Alright by Vix. Oh, wow. That is really surprising. Really? <laughs> yeah. We have only one in common. <laughs> um, mine are Puzzle by SF9. Mm. Beautiful Liar by Monster X. Twinkle Twinkle by Eileen One. Pricey Hangover by Lee Seung Yoon. And Ayo by NCT Twenty <laughs> A very, very well, a good month, and also a very promising start of the year. Yes, that's. For I feel sure. strangely confident about twenty twenty three. That might yeah. be a mistake. <laughs> so, um, what do what can we look forward to in February? Not that many have been announced yet, but we have key. Is it a repackage? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Then we have Taeyeon. Mm. Stacy, which I'm really excited <gasps> yes, about. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, TNX will have their first comeback, so that will be uh, interesting to see. I am so excited about It'll be that. interesting, because their debut as well had interesting second-gen elements, with like the strings and stuff, so I'm interested to see where that is going. I guess. <laughs> And then the boys are coming back. The oh, boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this month goes. It better go well, because that's my birthday month. <laughs> True. So I'm expecting great things. And then we also have an exciting special episode coming <gasps> up. Yes. We are doing an 80s deep dive. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Same. I mean, first of all, because the EXO deep dive episode was super fun. Yeah. To prepare, to record, and to just the the results. The editing yes. was painful, but <laughs> the result was good. <laughs> and because it's 80s. Yeah, yeah it's going to be exciting. unhinged and great. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us again. We hope that you enjoyed our first episode on the music of 2023 and that you will be back for our next episode. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. Talk to you soon on our 80s deep dive. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Why was that so hard? <laughs> That's what she said.